1: Hi this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite
2: Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters tackling the world one cup of coffee at a time. Welcome to the show. I'm Liz Dolan. I am in Santa Monica, California. Joined by my sister Monica Dolan. Is that you snickering already, Monica? Why are you snickering? Uh,
0: I don't know. I was just thinking about that one cup of coffee at a time. I've already had like four cups of coffee this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to go. More than one cup of coffee to get me going.
2: All right. Okay. Well, good. That's uh, good to know. And Sheila Dolan in uh, Pasadena, California. How's everything over there? Like an hour away from me, even in good traffic, but we're going to talk about traffic in a second. How's everything, Sheila? Sheila?
1: Everything's great, Liz. Glad you guys are on the line. Have a lot to talk about today.
2: (laughs) We do. You know, you can always find us at SatelliteSisters.com and you can find our sister Leanne at ChaosChronicles.com So, I know there was somebody that posted a question on Facebook yesterday about what are some good uh, podcasts to download. And I would just say, you know, if you have all of the Satellite Sisters podcasts and all of the Chaos Chronicles podcasts, you're pretty much good to go for the next couple of years. So, I would start with that if you're just learning the whole podcasting thing. Anyway, this is my uh, third day back in California after a fantastic weekend in uh, two weeks vacation in Central Oregon. But I have to admit, I actually came home from my vacation a couple of days early because I was getting so many desperate and dire warnings from people in the Los Angeles area about dun 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 (laughs) Carmageddon. <laughs> so by now everyone in America knows that what we're calling Carmageddon here in Southern California is essentially we closed down a 10-mile stretch of the 405 freeway, which is one of the main north-south axes through California, and it is, you'll be interested to know, the most traveled stretch of freeway in the world. So That's that's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's no small thing to close down 10 miles of the 405, but Sheila, as you know from living here... For weeks, there has been this drumbeat from the city, from the LAPD. They had Lady Gaga tweeting about it for them. They asked Ashton Kutcher to let people know uh, on his tweet and Facebook K- page. Kim Kardashian was reminding people that the 405 is going to be closed. So, you know. As, they- as if
1: Kim Kardashian has driven anywhere <laughs> in the last
2: five years. <laughs> I mean, Seriously. Well, you know, she goes places. She gets around, Kim. She
1: gets around.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so I came down because I was coming home via the 405. I came a couple days early just so I could get home to Santa Monica before Carmageddon descended on us. But I got to say, it has been, it's now Sunday morning. It has been a totally delightful weekend in the Los Angeles Basin. Wouldn't you say, Sheila? Uh, Liz, I'm
1: doing what everyone, I've been doing this for years. Just shop locally, stay local. Do not, do not go out of your five mile radius. I mean, it's so ironic to me that people thought, oh, oh, I get to stay home. Oh, I don't have to drive in four hours of traffic on the
2: weekend. Uh-huh. How How was your trip, Liz? How'd you make it through? It was fine, you know, because I came a couple days early. Coming home from Central Oregon, the trip's like a day and a half. So the first day, I left Bend in the morning and drove to Tiburon, California, which is Marin County. So that that was like nine hours. I got to Tiburon, stayed with friends who lived there. So that was delightful. And then uh, on Thursday, I just tooled down the, uh, let's see, I was on the 5 to the 405. And all the way down the 5, there are these giant signs that the 405 was closing. But what I love is here on Friday afternoon, so I went to work on Friday, and I live not far from a 405 interchange. uh, And you just expected Friday afternoon that that's when the gridlock was going to kick in. It was the shortest commute I have ever had uh, getting home from work. And what I love about all of this, people are saying, oh, it's a bust. It was overkill. Au contraire. The whole point was people really paid attention to all these warnings. People like went home and stayed home. And I appreciate the fact that for once in our lives, people just followed directions for the greater good. I think it's fantastic. I think we should do this. I would like to have Carmageddon uh, once a month. Like one (laughs) one weekend a month where everyone just agrees to – Live the Sheila Dolan life. Just stay close to home. What's stay so hard local. about that?
1: <laughs> stay local, man.
2: <laughs> and, Monica, all over town, there are a lot of people selling Carmageddon T-shirts, as you can imagine. There are the hotels and restaurants. were are having Carmageddon specials or all you can eat for $4.05, that kind of stuff. Uh, so it really has been a festive air. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's been effective. The idea is they are dismantling a bridge that is over the 405. So this year, they're dismantling half of it. And next year, we're going to have to do this again. And they dismantle the other half. I still don't understand what happens in between for people that use that bridge. Is that, so has it just become a one-lane bridge? I don't get <laughs> yeah. that. But anyway, I do not drive over the Mulholland Bridge. But I think it's a, it's a really good exercise of just like stay home, stay local, enjoy your life, people. And once a month would be totally A-OK with me. So there I you think have. that's a good plan, Liz. I really do. Oh, oh one good thing I appreciated is uh, when people are smart marketers about how to make the most of all of the energy about something, I like to uh, give them a little bit of shout out. And JetBlue did some really clever things. Were you reading about any of those, you guys?
1: Oh, yeah. The quick trip on um, JetBlue. Yes, I, I love that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so,
2: so JetBlue was running a special just south of L.A. is the Long Beach Airport, And just north of L.A. is the Burbank Airport. And it was the stretch of the freeway in between that was going to be closed, or some of that freeway in between. So just for the hell of it, JetBlue was flying flights. They had a special flight. I think they were charging $4.05 to take it or something like that. We could fly from Long Beach Airport to Burbank Airport. And uh, people signed up. It sold out immediately and just for fun so people could look down at the totally empty 405. Only, in Los, only in Los Angeles would people pay for that.
0: People are nuts here, Monica. They're yeah, nuts. What you guys think is fun. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> well, you know,
0: I, I what I what I still don't get is like it was only ten miles. Mm-hmm. How, how did the entire Los Angeles metropolitan area, or whatever you call it, just just like. Fall on their knees for ten miles because one- we
1: heard there were going to be backups all the way to Pasadena from this Carmageddon. I mean, which is a totally different part of Los Angeles.
2: You no, know, somebody on the news I heard said the backup was going to go to the Mexican border. Monica. <laughs> so that would be you know how far San Diego is, and then Mexico is just a little bit beyond there. So they were when you close down, even though it's only one freeway, one ten-mile stretch, that's half a million cars. Just right there, have to figure out where to go for the two days. Wow. Imagine if half a million cars all exited at the same point. And had to use surface streets to wind their way through the 10 miles and then get back on. So they were expecting sort of a ripple effect back through the system. Wouldn't you say, Sheila? That's what they were warning us about. Most
1: definitely, Liz. That even
2: if you were on the 10 or the 110 and thought you were safe, that was not going to be true either. Because the ripple effect of all of the people having to seek alternate freeways from the 405 was going to kill you no matter where you were. But. Mm. Instead? We made it. We made it, Liz. We made it. Uh,
0: You know, we're having our own little mini Carmageddon here in Portland. Really? Of our own, yes. At work. Okay, not on the same scale as closing the 405, but you guys know I work at a hospital that is on a very steep hill. I mean, and, and it's not just the hospital that's up there, there's three hospitals, a medical school, a dental school. It's built on top of this hill, and there are canyons. Well, there's only two main roads that go to this hospital complex, and it is one of the largest employers in Portland. Well, one of the roads (laughs) is closed. Oh, it's closed. Seismic upgrades, okay, <laughs>
2: which means the road is what falling down the side of it, the hill. It's
0: absolutely falling off the side of the hill, <laughs> and the hospital is soon to follow. I'm I'm afraid, but um, so so we've had our own little mini Carmageddon thing. So they've been making these announcements for months, and there's been all these for people to get uh, take alternative routes to get alternate routes to get to the hospital. And so everyone had to sign everyone that parked up on what they call the hill had to sign up for some plan A, B or C. Plan A was riding a bicycle. Okay. <laughs> so so I didn't sign up for that plan.
1: But I bet a lot of your y- young coworkers, younger
0: coworkers signed up. Oh, the bicycle commuting's gone so crazy last week that they now have a bike valet. So oh, free, nice. free valet bike parking. If you go to the big bicycle parking lot, which they had to expand to like a thousand bicycles or something like that. So um, what they wanted to do was, their plan was they wanted to reduce the number of cars driving up the hill to the hospital, which again, there's only one road. And there are ambulances that have to go up that one road. <laughs> yes, so they, you'd like
2: to keep it free for the ambos.
0: Right, so they wanted to reduce the number of cars by something like 400 or I don't know, 300 or 500. So oh, I. So
2: not 500,000, right? Okay, all right, I get it.
0: Liz, yes, difference... it's on a much smaller scale. <laughs> uh, we, we have ambulances. Okay, I understand. Children that are sick <laughs> that have to get up there. So um, I signed up for this satellite parking lot. And it's uh, off off campus, like way off. And I really enjoy it. I mean, if they had it every day, I would park. So I'm parking at um, a Jewish temple that has a giant parking lot, and they have a shuttle bus. And you know how much I love shuttle buses. You do. I I really do. Um, I I if I could drive that way to work every day, I would. So I just pull into my little uh, parking space. At the temple. It's very nice. Shaded. There's lots of greenery. It's very safe there. And then I take a shuttle bus to the hill. So I'm doing my part and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, I wish it could go on forever. See, that's the way I feel about Carmageddon here. It's nice to like have
2: a car rule your life a little bit less. Right. Yeah. Just that, a, that's true. Just a little bit less. If you could just dial it back. So your life is less about the car and getting the car from point A to point B. I it's enjoy so that. True.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Monica, I'm re- Monica, I'm so glad you're on the podcast today because I haven't had a chance to talk to you about that article you sent me oh. about the Dwayne Reed Superstore
0: in on Wall Street in New York. Sheila, when I saw that, I mean, I, I think I forwarded it to you in like two seconds. I was like, it, "It's it's just a it's a absolute believe it or not headline." That-
1: okay, so let's refresh people. Dwayne Reed is you ubiquitous uh, pharmacy in New York City. There's one pretty much every four or five blocks, wouldn't you say, Liz?
2: Yes, and uh, they're also notable for having pioneered. The worst customer service on the planet, wouldn't
1: you say, Sheila? Oh, yeah, I mean that's their trademark. that is their trademark. So they're opening a new Dwayne Reed um in the Trump building at forty wall street twenty two thousand square foot pharmacy, and they've decided, oh Monica, this is great. They've decided to include services, haircuts, and sushi. Oh
2: <laughs> Are you
1: kidding? Sushi bar and haircuts. Yes. I mean, you know, this, this to a New Yorker is so
0: laughable. I mean, it, it's just like. <laughs> it would be like going to like the worst 7-Eleven anywhere in the world and, and wanting to get a haircut and also eat raw fish <laughs> from the worst 7-Eleven anywhere in the world.
1: I mean, the irony is you have to go to Dwayne Reed when you're in New York because you're always out of stuff yeah, and it's, it's on every street corner, but, but, but when you go in, it's, 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 you realize it's a ghost town in
0: there. (laughs) They have, some of them have this like basement level, warehouse Uh, and it's like I don't even know what's down there there's no
1: rhyme or reason
0: it's almost like a drug town the famous drug town in Santa Monica like they stuck it in a New York pharmacy and there's no one down there and no and it's dark and no one works there
1: oh yeah I mean there are many Duane Reeds that have escalators and elevators to these basement floors and upper floors but again I mean, what my favorite was the comment by a Brooklyn resident on the article you sent me from Dan Monica. He his comment is they failed to mention that, in keeping with Dwayne Reed's fine tradition of service, the entire store will be staffed by three people. <laughs> and then he writes two at peak period. <laughs>
2: I I mean, it's the kind of place where almost any product you take off a shelf, you have to blow the dust off in anyway. particularly if you're in the basement area. It's like retired and discontinued cosmetics and things that you don't think are really for sale anymore, like old jars of Nair and, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. So to imagine that in the same retail environment with raw fish is
0: just... (laughs) It's just- Sheila, I, I wonder it, when Dan from Brooklyn says staffed by two people, will that be the hairdresser and the sushi
1: chef? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine how long it will take to get a haircut? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Plus, another feature of the staff at Dwayne Reed has always been for me at least these super long fingernails they all sport right so so again imagine someone like cutting your hair with those long talons or even making a california roll with the super (laughs) super long fingernails i'm just not sure how that's going to work and also the trademark is belligerent
1: on the part of the staff so you are you're taking your life in your hands to get a haircut with somebody who's constantly angry. I mean, Dwayne Reed employees are notoriously angry for no reason. I
2: mean, come on. Well, they've got to work at Dwayne Reed, so I, I give them that. That's it's a tough gig. But, uh, yeah, so you won't be taking in this particular new Dwayne Reed Superstore next time you're in New York, Sheila? No,
1: I'm skipping it. You know, I can't. I cannot stand. I mean, I would never think of buying food at a Dwayne Reed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> Unless no. it came in a can. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> even buy anything in a can there. Never. Never.
2: Oh, my God. That is just too funny. Well, if you're in New York and you're listening and you could go visit the new Dwayne Reed on Wall Street and send us a few photos or post them on our Facebook page. If you're not a member of our group, it's the Satellite Sisters group and everyone can post whatever you want uh, on the group page. So do a little uh, reporting for us uh, and then post it online. Hey Monica. Speaking of online, I understand you have a a plea a that you're you're trying to like get in the swing of some new online thing. What
0: was that? Well, I'm feeling really really left out this week because everyone I know is talking about Google Plus, uh-huh. which is the new social networking site from Google. And people at work are discussing sort of the pros and cons. Should I go with Google Plus? Should I stick with Facebook? But no one's invited me to Google Plus yet. Mm -hmm. So it's just sort of in the user testing Mm -hmm. uh, phase. And you have to be invited by someone who's already in Google Plus. Right. And I guess I don't know anyone that's cool enough to be in Google Plus. but Well,
2: you know me. I'm in Google Plus. Oh, Liz! Well, Liz, oh, well,
0: I... of course you're in Google Plus. I knew you would be. Would you like me to invite you, Monica? I, I would because I want to try it out. Okay, Maybe we could just—I know one of the features of Google Plus. The reason why they say it probably people will may like it a little bit more than Facebook is it has circles. Yes. You put your various people in these circles and then you choose what kind of information you want to send to your circle of friends. So Liz, I just think you and I, let's just start a circle. Okay. You know, I, by the end of the week, I just want someone to invite me (laughs) to Google plus so I don't feel left out.
1: Well, it's not going to be me. This is the first I've heard of it. So <laughs> I'm completely out of it. I mean,
2: okay, I'm, I'm, here's, I'm here's 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 going to be my approach to Google Plus. This is Liz. As I was somebody invited me a few days ago. So naturally, I went and I checked it out. I had heard about it to Monica and I was starting to feel a little bit left out. And then I was hugely relieved when somebody invited me. So I checked it out and my, my policy with Google Plus is going to be this don't make the same mistakes you made the first time around with Facebook, right? You know how with Facebook in the beginning you were kind of choosy about who you like agreed to friend and, you know, you were putting personal stuff up there and you thought really only people that knew you would see it and then it just got wildly out of control and the next thing you know, you have no idea who all these people are that are in your Facebook. You know about half of them and the other half are friends or friends of friends, whatever. But with Google+, Plus, it's like a... Blank piece of paper. You can start fresh. And because they have this circle thing, Monica, you're exactly right. You could have a circle of just people that are actually your friends, people that you've met in the real world who you would actually want to have personal information about you. But then you can have other circles of like your digital friends. You can classify your coworkers, things like that. So you can target messages. The only thing that strikes me as I think about how that plays out over time It is quite a bit of work
0: to do that. You know what, (laughs) I I realize that's a whole extra effort to decide what information you're going to send to whom. Do you really really want to do that all day? Well, you know, a lot of people I work with spend most of their day on Facebook, (laughs) so they appear to have a lot of time Uh to to devote to social networking. And I mean, you know those people that are obviously on Facebook 12, 14 hours a day, so Those people, I'm sure, are just like have a big Venn diagram of their circles and, you know, they can be very selective. But you're right. For the rest of us, Liz, Mm -hmm. it's too complicated. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I would just say before anyone dives in, think about how you would want it to be different than your Facebook experience. And create that experience. Have a little bit of a strategy. rather. Facebook, we all just got sucked in, right? Because it's so much fun and it was easy. And and you was...
0: thought you were popular because all these people wanted to friend you?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you could do it all over again, how would you do it differently? I think that's what you need to ask yourself about Google+. And that's then, a
1: good question, Liz. And then
2: do you have the several hours a day it's going to require <laughs> <laughs> to, to manage that? Uh, all right. Well, speaking of online status updates and things, Monica, I noticed Friday night, uh, you posted a, um, a Friday night lights related.
0: Update. Right. A farewell. Mm-hmm. Farewell. Um, so Friday night lights, it, you know, one of our, the Dolan's favorite TV shows ever, I would say of all time, uh, ended. They had their finale on Friday night. <laughs> And I would say the finale was just hugely satisfying to me. Really? I mean, I just I bawled like a baby from beginning to end. It is such a beautiful show. So beautifully written. I just love the character so much. I mean, coach Taylor and Tammy and, you know, just so happy for them. They got nominated for an Emmy this year for best TV drama. I don't think they'll win, but I still appreciate the fact that they got nominated, but Sheila, I wanted to sort of celebrate the end of Friday Night Lights, because I know how much we loved it so much. Yes. So I'm just going to surprise you with this. I mean, we haven't won yet, but I bid online to win Tim Riggins' truck. Oh,
1: oh Monica, I love you.
2: Oh,
0: Riggins. And, and, and just, you know, I just feel like all of us, if we could just have a little bit of Riggins in oh, our life. Oh, Monica, thank for you. you. Life would be better, so I I bid online, Sheila. Now I don't think we've won yet, but you know I'm sure they're going to notify me. It's a 1986 Chevy truck, and you know oh. the one that you know Tim was always he always had the hood up on the side of the road. Oh, he the was, thing he- was that some of the best shots of Tim Riggins ever were trying to fix that truck.
1: Oh, yes, Monica, I agree. Now, did you have to actually bid real
0: money or was it sort of... No, no, it was just like an online thing, but... Oh, Monica, good for you. But then I read the... And I'm going to give it to you. Then I read the fine print. It's (laughs) (laughs) non-operational. It's just a big, broken-down Chevy truck That's
1: okay, because you know what? In my new apartment... Uh, I, you know, the good news is I have a driveway. The bad news is there are a lot of younger tenants who have a lot of non-operational cars. <laughs> and so it will fit in. And right. motorcycles sort of, you know, all over the place. Uh Yeah, that will fit in just fine. Oh, right. my. And,
0: uh, Sheila, I thought, you know, you could just sit in the driveway, sit in the <laughs> car, sit in the truck, in the driveway, in the broken down truck and just Think about. Wait. I
1: love it. I mean, he's just. I mean, he was a gem. He was a beautiful, oh. beautiful man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number man 30. boy. And you know what the way the way the series ended? I, I'm not going to give away any spoilers because you can watch it all on Hulu or you can watch it on the Friday Night Lights um, site. Is Tim Tim did good? You know. Yeah. I, very satisfied with the way his story ended up and and all of the stories. So, you know, thank you Friday night lights for five wonderful years of television. I don't know what I'm going to do on Friday nights now. (laughs) Well, I'll be awaiting the truck. I can't wait.
1: (laughs) That'll be good. Oh, Monica, I'm glad you're on the line too today because I want to check in with you about my yearly physical. Uh Oh, no,
2: (laughs) Well, is Monica I, your backup medical advice? Is that why no, I, I well, gave she, her a- she
0: does like to go into great detail with me about all of her medical appointments? I mean, the tale about the allergist that was like 180 years old that she went to see.
1: Oh, oh, I, I did. Well, okay, so I gave you a pre physical call, right? Yes, because I had some tests that I needed done that were giving me some difficulty. Um, but anyway, okay. <laughs> Good news and bad news, sisters. All right. Uh-huh. The good news is my resting heart rate. Monica, you're a nurse. They could not get it above forty.
0: Wow! Wow!
2: But in a good way.
1: In a that's 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 the heart. That's that's rest, the bad heart.
2: news. <laughs> Sheila has convinced herself that that means she's dying. <laughs> no,
1: that is the good news. It's like an ultra marathoner's. Heart, standing heart. They had me actually get up. They couldn't believe it. So I had to get get up and walk around the examining room for a little while. I had to like sit up and do some stuff, get my heart going. And then they took it again and it was like
0: 42. Wow. So that's good news. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, you know, 50, well, not 50 years, but 30 years of swimming. That's the swimming. So the swimming has finally paid off. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> nice uh, the bad news is um, the new bathroom scale that I bought this summer <laughs> is way off is seven pounds off
2: oh. Oh. seven so pounds I, light compared to the one in the doctor's office yes Liz oh. and
1: and I freaked out oh. when where'd it, you get it Dwayne Reed <laughs> I, I got it at, well one step above CVS
0: <laughs> um, but I, I, I started it's all part of the plot I guess they're setting bathroom scales. So you weigh less just the way like women's clothing sizes are just expanding. Uh-huh. So like <laughs> the, the, the old size 12 is now a size eight. It's it, the same thing.
1: I, I, and I, of course I, I started arguing with my doctor. <laughs> I, mean, I, I said, that's not possible. And you know, it's, it's one of these super, it's like a it's like a scale they'd have in some science lab. I mean, it's some huge anatom. you know, <laughs>
0: well, that's- it's a doctor's office scale. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it, it's, it's, you know, I mean, you get on and I said, maybe I'll take my, sh- I'll take my shoes off. She said, no, Sheila, it really doesn't matter. Just- <laughs> so um, oh, that, that, that
2: is depressing.
1: Yeah, that's depressing.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I was really feeling good about my summer weight loss program. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I'd like to get one of those
2: scales. (laughs) Instant seven pound loss sounds like a good idea. But But I mean, but it doesn't mean that you did. It doesn't mean that your weight loss program wasn't working. It's just you were tracking it at the wrong starting point.
1: Right. Right, But the good, the good news is I, I, you know, my, my cardiovascular health uh, is, is excellent. All right. So I have to go with that.
2: Then really, who cares how much you weigh, right? Who cares? That's not true, Liz.
1: Uh,
0: damn.
1: <laughs> I think you need both. I think just just but... stay stay on the three
0: prong pl- program. <laughs> okay,
1: Monica. Do okay.
0: To, do not stray off the three prong program.
1: Okay, I will.
0: Program. That's hard for me to say. <laughs> 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 hey, sisters in LA. Yeah. Um, I just want to give you a little heads up about um, someone that I think you should go see. A musical act because Sheila and Liz, this is unusual for me, I went out last week in the middle of the week. Whoa. Whoa. On a school Whoa. night? Live music event. You know, there's not many things that gets get me out in the middle of the week, which is a lot for me on a school night. Of course, I had to like, well, I told a small white lie. The next day I said I had a doctor's appointment and I wasn't going to be in until 11. <laughs> There was a lot of pre-planning because I knew I was going to be out after 9 o'clock, but it was so, so worth it. I went to see Gillian Welch. Oh, wow. Okay, tell yeah. me more. I don't know if you guys know her. So it's Gillian Welch and Dave Rawlings.
1: Oh, I love her. I think I think it may be pronounced Jillian.
0: <laughs> really? apparently,
2: apparently Monica doesn't think so.
0: Or it could be Gillian. Either you one. You know what? It could be Gillian. I don't talk to her much. It could be Gillian too. Okay, so he's called her Gillian. Oh, that's that's fine. Okay, no matter. You know, I, I'm just saying. I, I think if 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 anyone lives anywhere near where they're coming on tour, you should see them because it was just unbelievably great. Like every single song, every minute of the concert. They're so talented. They have a brand new record out called The Harrow and the Harvest, which I've been listening to sort of nonstop for two weeks to get ready. And Sheila, Gillian or Gillian?
1: Uh, you, <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. It's Gillian. Now, she's married to Dave Rollins, right?
0: She is. Dave Rollins is her singing partner and her partner in life as they say. Um, and it's just the two of them. And oh, she, and her voice is so unique. Her, it, it, it's You just have to listen to their music. Liz, do you, have you ever heard her? I don't think I
2: have. I've heard her mentioned on the radio or maybe credited after I've heard a song, but it doesn't really connect with a specific song for me.
0: They're just unbelievable, and I know they're going to be in L.A. at the end of September, and I would just, I urge you to buy tickets to go see them. You will. It's, it's just, it's an amazing night of music because it's just the two of them on stage, two guitars, sometimes she plays the banjo, there's no band, it's just the two oh, of them. That sounds great, Monica. Singing harmony. It's they just brought the house down. It was the just like this amazing magical night of music and I've always, always wanted to see her and once I had tickets to go see a concert, but I had to go on a business trip. Oh. Which I've held against my old company for the past <laughs> ten years. Well, you finally got to see her. I finally got to see her, and it was like everything I could have ever imagined and more. It was just such a wonderful night of music. So, just want to recommend that to you guys. Well,
2: Sheila, we'll have to pencil that in after we. Ha- Sheila and I have a musical outing coming up in two weeks. That is not nearly as hip as that. We're going to the. We're taking mom and dad to the Hollywood Bowl to hear Michael Feinstein. Wow, which will be yeah. great, right? You have that yes. penciled in, right, Sheila?
0: You yes, got... I do, okay. Liz. And... You're going to have to leave your five-mile radius for that one.
2: <laughs> and but it's Michael Feinstein with stars of TV from yesterday and today. So I don't know what they're going to be singing—TV theme, theme songs or what? But like, well, from like Carol Burnett, Dick Van Dyke is in the show. So... Oh yeah, Monica. It's it's it's, uh, it's. Wayne Brady is in the show. Oh,
1: well,
0: it sounds like it'll be over by 8 p.m. So. <laughs> you you won't have to call in, you know, sick to work like I did next day. <laughs> or fake sick.
2: No, that's true. Well, the, um, yeah, we, oh, Sheila, you and I are going to have to circle back on the planning for that night. I keep almost forgetting we're doing that. And then. Uh, right. And I, yes, we will circle back, Liz. Mom or dad reminds me. Okay. What else did we have on our list here? Oh, shopping from Sheila. Oh, yes.
1: I want to mention that um, I now have one item in my apartment that is not from Crate and Barrel. Whoa. Whoa. Busting out.
2: What made you bust out?
1: Well, what made me bust out is I got a gift card at the end of the year from the parents for Amazon. And, you know, my first thought was, "Ah, maybe I'll buy some books. And then I'm like, nah, I don't really read.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's good for a third grade teacher. (laughs) You can get anything you want on Amazon. Well, I really
1: needed a floor lamp, and uh, I priced the floor lamps to Crate and Barrel. For all the reading you're planning to do? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I wanted a really nice floor lamp, and, you know, we're talking some major money if you buy it at Crate and Barrel. So I I started looking at the floor lamps on Amazon, and some of them were really nice. So I had a $100 gift certificate. My floor lamp with the free delivery came to ninety eight eighty six. Excellent! Yes. That's I great. I spent every penny I could on this floor lamp, and bear with me when I say it's a it's what it's it's a torchiere. It's a Ooh. one of those Japanese inspired paper
2: torchieres. Mm, that sounds really pretty. Has it arrived? Is it nice?
1: It it, it arrived. I put it together. You know, I'm i am struggling with it because, again, it's not crate and barrel. Uh-huh. It, it's not straight out of the catalog. This is a, like something from another store, another company.
2: <laughs> that I've so you're, you're not sure how to mix and match?
1: But I, you know what? I have it in the corner just where I need it. Um, I have my big crate and barrel floor pillows right next to it, which is alternative seating. <laughs> um, and I love it. I just love it. it's soft uh, it's
0: good. It's good to mix things up and decorating, even if it's just one lamp
2: <laughs> <laughs> mix you
0: know, it up mixing different you know eclectic, I think they call it Sheila
1: well it does it do, it definitely is an eclectic touch uh, <laughs> to my living room, and um I'm enjoying it nice. so uh, okay. yeah i think, i I think it's called the Lumiere they and uh again it's it's I think it's a, uh, it's a high end paper door
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Jillian. Chili. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm happy for you, Sheila. That really sounds like you're busting out again, getting outside of your self-imposed, you know, barriers, borders. It's my big. comfort zone. Your comfort zone. All right. Okay. Speaking of which, uh, Friday night, I, I had a big decision to make about my own, uh, entertainment comfort zone. Uh, my friend Todd was here, and he really wanted to go see the new Harry Potter movie.
0: Oh. As did most of America. Most, of America, Friday uh, night.
2: most of America did go see it. It was now the biggest opening movie of all time. It surpassed The Dark Knight, so it's the first movie really? ever. Really? Yes, yes. Everyone in the world went to see Harry Potter uh, over the weekend. But I, here was the debate I had with myself. I've never read a Harry Potter book <laughs> right, <laughs> and I've never seen any of the previous Harry Potter movies
1: right Liz so that-
2: would I isn't this like the seventh Harry Potter movie? isn't it a bit a little bit too late for me to get on the Harry Potter band? Well, board? it's
0: part two of oh. the last movie
1: oh that's, there's no gray area. you don't go. <laughs> you can't <get> down there. <laughs>
2: I, Sheila, but, Sheila, have you seen any of those movies? No, I don't like science fiction
0: or fantasy at all.
2: <laughs> Monica, have you seen That's any of good. the Harry Potter movies?
0: It's good for a third grade teacher. <laughs> I, I, I have seen quite a few of them with Leo and Fiona, with okay. our okay. Niece and nephew that live in Bend. And um, I'm thinking of going this uh-huh. weekend.
2: I I have nothing against people who go. I have adult friends who have read the books and enjoyed them and so saw the movies. It was more just like really I'm going to jump into movie number seven like no, Liz, this is, I agree it's like seeing the finale of a show that you've never watched it's what I did with lost and it was not very satisfying yes I saw like the original pilot for lost and then I just let it go on for however many years it went on <laughs> without watching any of the episodes and then I watched the final episode
0: which and I'm was, sure you were totally confused uh,
2: yeah and it was like okay interesting but I wasn't emotionally engaged you're right Monica <laughs> I could I could not possibly bring to it that same sense of finale that a true losty like yourself would bring to it and and that's the way i felt about uh, about seeing harry potter so i ultimately i dug in my heels and i refused and uh he was a pretty good sport about it he's seen all the previous ones i think and uh instead we went to go see this little slightly quirky movie starring steve coogan called the trip has anyone heard oh, about this movie?
1: I, I, I saw the previews for that. How'd you like it, Liz?
2: Didn't the trailer look funny? I saw the preview too, Sheila. And I thought, okay, I think Steve Coogan is hilarious. I, I would like to declare this the year of Steve Coogan. I don't know why. I just have a feeling this is Steve Coogan's breakthrough year. Not that he hasn't had some good movies in the past, but, you know, he just ha- he hasn't quite reached Ricky Gervais' status So he's a
1: British comedian actor, right? Yes,
2: yes, who's, who's a very famous television actor in the UK and does appear in movies here. You see him in stuff like Night at the Museum. He's super funny. Um, but anyway, this movie was actually a six-episode BBC TV show where he and another comedian, whose name I cannot recall in this moment, uh, were visiting, driving around the north of England, visiting various restaurants for what some report he was supposed to be doing. But it's sort of a documentary improvisational thing between the two comedians about their lives and they have a lot of competition with each other but then there are elements of it that are clearly scripted and planned and it's so it's very it's a small little movie it's a little bit eccentric and quirky but i really enjoyed it it was the total anti harry potter so uh, if you're in the mood for something that is sort of small and unusual and slow, but to see just two really funny guys kind of competing with each other on screen about who could be funnier, uh, that part of it was great. And then it was sort of poignant about Steve Coogan's life because he's trying to figure out, like, what is the next thing for him? Is there some kind of turning point uh, that he should be reaching? So anyway, Monica, I would recommend that. If you, uh, that would be the kind of movie that would be playing around Portland.
0: Okay, I'll look for it.
2: And meanwhile, I think uh, Sheila just dropped off the line. Looking at right. my, looking at my screen, I think we lost her. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if we can call her back. Monica, are you still there?
0: I am, Liz, yes. All right,
2: this might actually work.
0: All right.
2: Annabelle Needle, are you there? Hello. Darn, I hate when this happens. Okay, well, we lost, <laughs> we, we lost Sheila. This is a very dramatic ending to the show. Um, was there anything else we wanted to cover oh we were okay next week i think we should have sarah sweeney our webmaster on the show again she was a special guest star a couple weeks ago but she spent two nights this weekend two nights this weekend at yankee stadium to see paul mccartney live in concert have you noticed her facebook status updates (laughs) well
0: yes it's like every hour i heard i mean the reviews of the show were just fantastic They said, like, he just has so much energy for his age. And he just played for, like, two and a half hours every song. It sounded really, really great. And Sarah is such a huge Beatles fan. So it would be fun to have her on the show to sort of get the live report.
2: All right. Maybe we'll, we'll convince her this week to do a blog post on the Satellite Sisters blog for just a few previews of what we can look forward to on her report on the show. All right, so there you have it. Now, Julie, last week on the show, we mentioned that this week was Julie's uh, birthday. So she had a very fun birthday at home in Dallas. And then her husband, who was off in another country at the last minute, like invited her to come join her off in some other land. So she's like, let's just say she's in the land of the Duchess of Cambridge. And that makes her very happy. (laughs) that's what she is that's why she could not be on the podcast this weekend and leanne all of a sudden has a whole bunch of work that she has oh wait a minute annabelle just came back online let me see if i can try her again let's see if this works sheila's code name is annabelle needle for those of you that don't know this
1: i'm emailing you oh
2: okay oh now monica automatically goes on hold okay sheila we were just wrapping up is there anything you want to say to say goodbye uh, no, just it's great to talk to you guys again. Okay. All right. Talk to you next weekend. Okay. Bye. Okay. okay, Monica? Yes. Okay. When Sheila comes on the line, you automatically go on hold. So we just said goodbye to Sheila. <laughs> now we can say goodbye to each other and we can say goodbye. Okay? Okay.
0: Have a good week.
2: Okay. You have a good week. We're the Satellite Sisters. You can always find us online at SatelliteSisters.com. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sisters.